Today on Hands-On Photography, we're going to do some selective color adjustments, not for photos this time, but for video. Yeah, we can do that in video too. Y'all stay tuned. Podcasts you love. From people you trust. This is Twit. This episode of Hands-On Photography is brought to you by 8Sleep. Good sleep is the ultimate game changer and the pod cover is the ultimate sleep machine. Go to 8sleep.com slash twit to check out the pod cover and save $150 at checkout. 8sleep currently ships within the USA, Canada, the UK, and select countries in the EU and Australia. What's happening, everybody? I am Ant Pruitt, and this is Hands-On Photography here on Twit. I hope y'all are doing well. I'm unbelievable as always. On this episode, I am going to do a, um, I guess you can call it a part two, if you will, of our previous episode where we talked about selective color inside of your photographs. But instead of talking about photographs, we're going to dive into the world of video because sometimes there are going to be things that are, you may want to have a different color in your video or just a way to enhance set color, if you will. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and just dive right on into these different video editors. We're going to talk about Premiere Pro today. And since everybody doesn't pay for Creative Cloud like I do, we will also show off DaVinci Resolve, okay? Because you can get DaVinci Resolve for free and this tool works in there just as well. All right, so let's go ahead and flip on over to Premiere Pro. Okay, so here we are inside Premiere Pro and on my timeline, you will see uh, just this clip here. Let me do my little in and out point or whatever. I could just mark this as out because that's all we're going to be working with. It's just this little bit of section here. So all this is is just a really basic clip of me staring at the camera. I grab my shirt by the couple fingers and then just sort of flick my shirt and pop it. Okay, nothing to it. What I would like to happen is as I flick my shirt, it changes colors from this, you know, reddish hue to something totally different. I was thinking more along the lines of like a blue hue. Okay. But what I wanted to do was, you know, try to give it a little bit of an effect by doing the little flick thing instead of just having it blend. I think I thought it would look better if it just literally popped into a new color. So if you look at my timeline, here's Mr. Victor zooms in onto the timeline a little bit. You'll see that I've taken that clip in and cut it into a segment. So as I play forward and get closer to that segment, I just found that this frame right here is probably where I want the transition to happen. You know, well, not transition, but the change to happen. So that's why I marked it there. And this is where we're going to start working on this particular effect. Now, inside of Premiere, a lot of tools are, are there for color grading and color correction in the Lumetri panel. And if you don't have the Lumetri panel inside of Premiere, just go to the window menu and select Lumetri panel and it should come on up for you. Well, Lumetri color, not panel. Lumetri color panel is what it's called. And as I've mentioned before on the show, when we started talking about video editing, um, the Lumetri color panel has pretty much all of your basic tools for exposure, contrast, highlights, shadows, blacks, white, so forth, including white balance and curves and so and whatnot. And then there's a couple other tools down here. If we get out of this basic section, there are the curves tool. The curves tool is your standard curves tool, you know, like you would see 
in photography where you can make S curves and things like that to fix contrasts and so forth. But then you have some specialized to, uh, curves tools down here. This one is called hue saturation curves. That's what the section is called. But there's a couple of different ones in here. You have this hue versus saturation, hue versus hue, hue versus luma, uh, luma versus saturation, so on and so on. And they all do different things. OK, depending on what you're trying to get done. For this instance, uh, we're going to work on the hue versus hue uh, curve tool here. Why? Because we're trying to take one hue and turn it into another hue. We're not trying to change luminosity or anything like that. We're not trying to change saturation. We're just trying to change one hue to another hue. And this tool is pretty easy to use because it gives you a sample or eye picker eyedropper here where you can pick the sample color. So I'm just going to click on this little eyedropper and I'm going to click onto my shirt and say, hey, this is the colors or color range that I would like to to be affected by this curve tool. So I'm going to click there. And if you look back over here at the hue versus hue curves tool, now I have these three dots here. OK, and what that's saying is that's the sample that you clicked on. This is the the color tone, the hue that we're going to work on. And it's very, very easy to use this tool. You simply just take the middle dot and slide it up or slide it down. But I highly recommend if you do this, hold down the shift key, because if you're using a mouse, I guarantee you can't just slide that circle or dot perfectly straight up and perfectly straight down. I guarantee you're going to waver to the right or the left just a touch. And that does make a difference when it comes to adjusting the hue. So hold down your shift key on your keyboard and then select the middle dot and move it up or down. OK, just like that. So what I should see is the change. I had to move my cursor on the timeline. So let me reset that. So this is what it was. Sample in the color. Got it. And now we're just going to push this up and it changes the color of the shirt. See, now it looks a little bit more almost magenta. Yeah, magenta. But I want to go closer to the blue. So let's go now. Is it purple? Get closer to the blue. And yeah, we're right about. Yeah, we're just about right. The problem is I'm starting to see a couple of things inside of my shirt. Notice the color is not necessarily fully blue. It's got a little bit of a breakdown there. That's because this is eight bit, eight bit footage and it tends to fall apart. That's number one. And number two, it's hard to push certain hues to another hue. You know, it's really hard to push a, say a green to a, I don't know, maybe to like a, uh, what's the other side of the wheel? like a purple or something like that. But it's really easy to push a yellow to an orange, you know, so it depends on where it is in the spectrum. It, it'll be a little bit easier for you to do. And I'm challenging this one a good bit by going from that red to the blue. I noticed, so I will try to take it somewhat easy on it. So let's just dial it up a little bit. And, in, since, and since this is a curves tool, you can put ex, extra points on it to try to smooth it out. Sometimes that helps. And as you can see, it did. So it's not as harsh of a color change. It's, it's more gradual and hitting all of those extra uh, layers of luminosity there without you trying. OK, so the color of my shirt looks good, but the rest of this image looks like a total mess. <laughs> um, 
if you look at my lips, my lips are not that color. My ears are not that color. And if you look at the background, my background is not purple like that. My background is actually black and orange. So what are we going to do about that? This is when we have to grab what's called a mask inside a video. And just like in Photoshop or the word of photography or what have you, when you use a layer mask, you're taking that mask and putting it down to cover a lower layer. Okay. Something below that you're trying to cover it up, but you have the ability to reveal certain things on the bottom of that, that, that underneath layer just by sort of brushing it away or, or just telling it, Hey, I want this part to pop through the actual mask. And that's what we'll do here inside of video. So I'm going to create a mask and over here in the effects controls panel on the left side, You'll see your different effects and you'll see my lumetry color effect right there. But just below that, there's this these little shapes here and there's this pen tool. And those are your masks. You can use these shapes to draw a mask onto your video. But since I'm dealing with the shirt, my shirt isn't shaped like an oval or a square. So I'm going to have to grab this pen tool. So I'll just click that. And then I'm going to draw a mask around my shirt. Okay. So I'll just click around here like, so nothing to it. And if you want to do a lot of points, that's okay. Sometimes it's good to do more points in your mask because it makes it easier for manipulation and moving things around. And then there's other days where it's like, I don't want any, really don't want to do that many. So do that there. And boom. So now, you see what happens as soon as I close that mask off, my background came back to life and looked more like um, it's supposed to look. And if I click on this inverted button here, you'll see what happens. Everything went to that weird color and my shirt turned changed back to its regular color that it was originally. But that's how a mask works. OK, you're just basically saying anything inside of this ring is what I want affected. OK, now we got a problem, though. Because this is video and not photos, this is going to move around. This scene is going to move. Even though I'm sitting in a chair, there's still going to be a little bit of movement from me in this short, brief video. So let's just play it back. Just let you get a look at what's going on here. All right. So we'll just play it back. Pop in the shirt. Boom. The color changes. I'm looking at the camera and I'm looking around and it looks OK, but it could look better. OK, so what's my concern as I look down at my shirt here on this frame? If we zoomed in, you can see that the tip of my nose changes color. I'm going to zoom in here. Let's see. We'll do the tip of my nose change colors. My neck over here on the right of the frame change color. The shirt starts to change color again. You know, and that's just because I moved and that mask is in a static area. I even have some of this purple on my cheeks here. So that's not right. We need to fix that. So what we'll do is animate the mask onto the scene here and you animate by using keyframes. So we talked about doing smooth and simple animations before and keyframes on previous episodes. I will put a link to those episodes here in the uh, show description. So let's go all the way back to the beginning of this clip because we're going to start with our keyframes at the beginning just to simplify this. Okay. So I'm going to go to the beginning of the clip and I will click on this mask over here in the effects controls. 
and I'll go ahead and turn on the animation icon right there. So now I have this little blue indicator that says there is a keyframe and you can see right there in this timeline there's a little keyframe dot there. Okay, so now let's move forward in time because the mask has to be addressed with movement. So I'm going to move forward a little bit. Everything looks good there. Okay, so now that my arm dipped down right here, maybe I should move this mask a little bit closer to my arm. So let's just do that. We'll just grab these points, move this mask closer to my arm like that. Okay, bring this in and so forth. Okay, that's fine. And then I'll move ahead in time a little bit more. Still moving around, getting a little bit close. And I notice over here on the right side of my face, I could probably make a little more room there for the mask. But there's too much because look at my skin on my neck there. So we need to pull that back. So we'll do it like this. There we go. And this could be very tedious, depending on what you're masking out. So I just move this forward a little more. And while I get to this point where my face is in it, I'm definitely going to move it. So we'll just move it down. But not too far, because we still want the shirt to be hidden. Like that. And right about there, because that's way too far. So bring these points down too. And this is when I said having too many points could be a problem. <laughs> Depending on your scenario. And move this back edge. And then the shirt is revealed again. So we'll bring this back. Now with the magic of editing from Mr. Victor, we're just going to fast forward through the rest of this because this is quite riveting podcast stuff. I know it is, and I don't want to torture y'all anymore. So, Mr. Victor, let's fast forward right about now. All right, in there. That's masked out. So now, if we play this back, it should look a lot better. So, we just hit play. Colors change. Oh, I saw. Yep, I see something that's still wrong, but you get the gist. We can still adjust some of the things like right here. See the edge. I could move that mask a little bit more in the animation. So let's pull that down like that. Yeah. Still use a little bit of work, but that's okay. You get the gist. It's pretty daggum tedious to do this in video. So you have to be careful when you're doing this type of uh, video effect. But that's how you do it inside of Premiere Pro. Pretty easy to do. Just it takes a little bit of time. This episode of Hands-On Photography is brought to you by 8 Sleep. Good sleep is the ultimate game changer and the pod cover is the ultimate sleep machine. Consistent good sleep can help reduce the likelihood of serious health issues. Uh, you can also decrease the risk of 
heart disease and even lower your blood pressure and yeah, reduce the risk of Alzheimer's. There's a lot of things that good sleep can help do for your body. Now, do you struggle to fall asleep or do you wake up in the middle of the night or do you argue with your partner over the dadgum thermostat? Because man, is either too hot or too cold in the bedroom? Yeah, those battles do happen. The eight sleep pod cover works hard all night long to improve your sleep. So you don't have to. Yeah, seriously, I used to have battles with Queen Pruitt about the thermostat and about the box fan that she used to love to sleep with that would freeze me (laughs) totally out of the bedroom. But now we don't have to worry about that because the pod cover has the dual temperature, dual climate zones, if you will. One side for me, one side for her and I can use it for my temperature that keeps me nice and comfy and she can make it frigid, ice cold on her side all she wants because, you know, apparently she sleeps hot, what have you. Anyway, the pod cover. Let's talk about that. The pod cover fits on any mattress and allows you to adjust the temperature of your sleeping environment, providing the optimal temperature that gets you, you the best night's sleep. Okay, so this isn't some just universal thing. This is your side for you. I love that. The pod cover features dual zone temperature control. So you and your partner can set your sides of the bed as cool as 55 degrees Fahrenheit or as hot as 110 degrees Fahrenheit. Pretty daggum hot. That won't be me. (laughs) Based on your biometrics, environment and sleep stages, the pod cover makes temperature adjustments throughout the night that limit wake ups and increase your percentage of deep sleep. In addition to its best in class temperature regulation, the pod cover has sensors that also track your health and sleep metrics without the use of any wearable devices. You know, so, yeah, a lot of you folks have these smart watches and things like that that you can sleep in to track your sleep. That's fine and dandy. You don't need that anymore. This the, the pod cover's got you covered. Oh, little pun there. <laughs> Better sleep is the health habit you'll love sticking to night after night. Wake up fully energized with the pod cover so you can tackle whatever life throws at you, just like me. Go to 8sleep.com slash twit and save $150 at checkout on the pod cover. 8sleep currently ships within the USA, Canada, the UK, and select countries in the EU and Australia. That's 8sleep dot com slash twit and we thank eight sleep for supporting us here at the network and for supporting hands on photography now next up i want to focus on doing the same action inside of resolve and again it's the same premise you're going to to find a spot in your clip you're going to grab a mask you're going to mask things out and You know, then you have to go through and do some animation on making sure your mask is good to go. So let's go ahead and hop into resolve. There we go. We're in resolve and in the color tab, because we're dealing with color. This is normally what things would look like for you. Once you get into the color tab, it's just your color wheels and the curves and so on and so forth. And then you'll probably see your scopes over here on the right hand side. Next to your scopes, there's this keyframe button. So go ahead and click that. Because you want to, you're going to need this keyframe panel momentarily. And on our first uh, node here, you can see I've already created a mask. Okay, so let's see if I go to the Power Windows tool. That's what they call them in 
inside of it resolve is power windows. So you just click on this window option and you can see that I grabbed the pen tool and I drew a mask around it just like I would inside of Premiere. And I need to worry about animating this. So let's go to the beginning of the frame, which is where we are now. Make sure everything is sort of lined up nice and neat to work for us. Looks like it is. And then you have over here this this keyframe panel and it says corrector one, corrector two, sizing and so forth. Corrector one means the node, node number one that you're dealing with. And that's what this is over here. You can see there's a little one designated right there. So that's where my mask is. This is where I want the keyframing to happen. So I'll make sure that this little button is activated and turned to orange to say, all right, this is my very first keyframe. And then just like we would inside of Premiere, just move ahead in time and make adjustments as we see fit. Let's move these down. And you should start to see another little keyframe icon pop up down there. Okay. And this will give you the exact same effect. Pulling it through. Making sure these looks good on the, on the other side. Make sure my skin. Okay. All of that. All of that's fine and dandy. So that's the mask part. I'm not going to go through that anymore, but I did want to show what we were selecting here. So now how do we change the color again inside of the curves panel? DaVinci Resolve has the same types of tools. Uh, we have a hue versus hue tool located right here. So we just click that and we can do just like we did in Premiere. Just take a sample of the color we want to work with, which is right here. And it's going to give us some dots. All right. So you, again, you just play with the tool, move it towards the hue you want to move it towards. And if you push it too far, you'll see that it starts to break down. So don't push it too far. And if you add, need to add another point, add another point. That's fine. If you need to make it a little bit more gradual. Do that. That's fine. And you should be good to go. And I'm not going to fine tune this. I'm just going to let this roll through slowly there. And then if I play it back, I should get the same general effect here inside of Resolve. So let me do this here. Boom. Color change, looking around, we're good to go. See, not very difficult, folks, not very difficult. And that is a free video editor that's doing this. OK, so if you want to change the color of objects inside of your video, you have to consider the color that you want to change it to. Number one, because there may be some challenges based on the hue. And number two, you need to understand how to properly work with mask. There are some other reasons to use mask and power windows in videos, and we'll touch on that at another date. But that is one of the easiest things to to think about right there. It's just to isolate something and manipulate the color on it. Simple as that. Uh, and then there's a lot of other really, really powerful tools on the paid version of DaVinci Resolve. We may get into that one of these days, but yeah, it's some pretty cool stuff. All right. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you all so much for hanging out with me each and every week here on the network. Do me a favor. Go ahead and tell everybody about the Gum show. Tell everybody to go watch and listen to Hands on Photography featuring me, Ant Pruitt, where I'm going to help you get better at photography and post processing as well as same for video. We're available on uh, what's it? Apple Podcasts and we're available on that 
network called Spotify and any podcatcher that you're using out there. Heck, just go to the website, twit.tv slash H-O-P. That's twit.tv slash H-O-P for hands-on photography. You'll see all the subscription options right there. You'll see our YouTube channel. You can even subscribe on YouTube and watch us on your television at home. I know some people do that, and I think that's pretty daggum cool. Thank you for that. But yeah, keep telling everybody about the show. Keep pushing us up in the rankings and ratings so more people can discover the show just like you. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, go ahead and send your comments and feedback and questions in via email, the old school way. Uh, just send an email to hop at twit.tv. Again, that's hop at twit.tv. Um, if you have image critiques that you'd like me to look at and critique them, I'm fine with doing that. Just let me know um, if you're cool with me sharing your images on the show. Please say so in said email, uh, because sometimes the things that you all share, I think, are quite useful and could help other folks here in the hands on photography community. So if you're curious um, with the, with one of your images, with the question or what have you, and you're cool with it being shared on the show, please mention that in the email. All right. Shout out to my man, Mr. Victor, for making me look and sound good and doing all of his magical editing stuff on the show each and every week. You the man, my brother. I appreciate you so much. Hey, please continue to be safe out there. Have some fun with your cameras. Go out there, create and dominate. And I'll see y'all next time. Listeners of this program get an ad-free version if they're members of Club Twit. $7 a month gives you ad-free versions of all of our shows. Plus, membership in the Club Twit Discord, a great clubhouse for Twit listeners. And finally, the Twit Plus feed with shows like Stacy's Book Club, The Untitled Linux Show, The Giz Fizz, and more. Go to twit.tv slash club twit. And thanks for your support.